What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Skip the arguments with Uncle Dave on Thanksgiving and focus on what really matters. Good food, boosted odds, and hitting those turkey day parlays. Picture this, not just watching the games, but turning every second into a potential win. With my bookie, you can stream the games and bet live with updated odds throughout the entire game. Turn any game day into a payday. Now, ready to turn your up your game? Sign up today and make your first deposit with promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code next to me if you're watching the video for a sweet deposit bonus up to $1,000. Rollovers do apply. That is promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a promo code. It's a secret weapon. Get that extra edge on the house. So, no matter what you do, bet anything, anytime, and I mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet on mybookie.ag. I've been doing it forever, and I move around like a crazy person. So, mybookie.ag, promo code 49ERS. The Pirates are coming into town. We about to beat them down like they stole something. That's right. The Niners are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right here week 11. And I got John Chapman here to break it down. What's the game plan for the Niners? Stick around right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. show with the one and only mr john chapman let's see what, how we want to rock the background today let's let's do Ooh. it like this oh yeah oh Ooh. i see you got the, hey hey <laughs> hey hey that's that that's that 1999 to 2003 fighting music you know the bone crush i ain't yeah. never scared what i ain't never scared oh you know. dude you you get that angry southern or east coast stuff going that's my jam Mr. that's my jam that's when mm. music was just like mm. i'm ready to fight it's time. The Studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. How you do that? What's going on, Faithful, man? Welcome to the way. Hey, John, this is my first show of the week. I, I forgot about Monday because I was traveling. 
Ooh. I don't do it on Wednesday anymore. And you get the first crack at this new team. I'm selfish. I'm selfish. Which is good because now we, we, we could kind of move past the Jacksonville Jaguars. And now we're going to enter the 49ers zone because they got to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. And this game, it's funny. It's like the penultimate step to what is going to define this season. Because your three toughest, most important games of the year are right around the corner. But you can't look too far ahead. Can't look back to the Jags. That's done. It's in the past, like you said. Can't look forward to Seattle, Philly, Seattle. You got to focus on what's at hand. And the one thing that I keep going back to that, you know, people always ask me, like, oh, is this a trap game? Is this a trap game? Like, I get to ask that probably the most every single week, weekend, week out. This is the last time you're home. Really, the only time you're home in a, you know, four-game stretch. So you're going to take care of business. That needs to be the mindset. And you got your break. You had the bye week. You handled Jacksonville. Now this is take care of business at home. The home game is huge. You've had one home loss in a calendar year. No mm. way you're going to lose two at home. There's just no way. Interesting. I can't believe uh -oh. Can't believe that. Well, I can believe that they lost to the Bengals at home. Yeah, but damn, the Bengals are tr not even going to say it. They beat the Niners. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We truly appreciate it. Listen, make sure you hit that like button. Don't for leave. Don't forget to leave a comment. Right, I see the chat is popping over there. You can hashtag BB. You can hashtag CC. You can hashtag anything that you want. Uh, we'll do our best to respond. Shout out to all the members of the Breezy Bunch crew. We truly appreciate the love and the support that you have for the channel. All right. Also, also, it's super important. Subscribe to the podcast. We can listen to it. It's on Spotify podcast. I didn't realize that Spotify was killing in the podcast world. And people love Spotify podcasts. But listen, if you got Apple I'm a Spotify podcasts, user. I'm you're a Spotify, Spotify guy. See, I'm an Apple guy. So I, I, I like apples. We I balance on, each other. Yeah, and I grew up on Snow White. So the apples mean a lot to me, all right? Now, listen, if you're on don't Apple Podcasts, nah, I don't eat those apples. Mm -mm. No siree. I won't ever. Uh, but listen, you guys can go ahead and check it out. It's right there. Uh, and don't forget to leave a comment, right? It's important. You know, five stars, uh, leave a comment and, and interact. We, we create poll yes. questions on Spotify. And that's the one thing I do like about Apple. Step your game up. I wasn't going to say it because I, you know, I wasn't and I'll say it. this real quick, Wayne. If you really want to support Wayne, here's what you do. Let's say you don't even use Spotify. Just download it. Go subscribe to the show and never open the app again. That helps him. It's the same thing with Apple Podcasts. Go subscribe to the show. Type oh. in Wayne Breezy, subscribe, and then never even open that app again. That helps with the download numbers and all that stuff. It's a free way to support the Wayne Breezy uh yeah go go help out thank you john i appreciate that i gotta give everyone's because for some reason terrence is always a new member every month he's a member every month i don't know why they MVP. keep making yeah MVP. Like, they keep making him a new member but hey if you want to remain new i appreciate it terrence thank you so much for the love and the support man uh we appreciate you over here hey you know john i'm still high off of that victory um you know, in Jacksonville, like because the Niners went on the road and they just did the damn thing. Like they came out. Can I hold on? Let, let me back back a little bit. I'm excited. They got their swagger back. I knew it was coming. I knew it was they coming. They got their swagger back. 
So it was the most important win of the year, in my opinion. It was but the what, most but, dominating but ex- win. But, of explain, the year. but explain to the faithful and to the people that aren't faithful why. I don't think they understand why. The Cowboys game and this game are the two most dominating wins so far this year. Both are elite football teams, but one of them you did at home against a team that you have continually dominated and knocked out of the playoffs continuously. Like everybody expected the 49ers to beat the Cowboys. Cowboys are frauds. We all understand that. But then you look at the Jaguars, five-game winning streak, off a bye week, finally a home game. You go on the road. Not across one time zone, not across two time zones, three time zones, early kickoff East Coast, and you open up that can, that's different. There's not a lot of teams that can do that. And the Niners continue to show everybody, nobody's safe. Hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> they come for everybody. Like that that you you put me into the uh I don't know if you were a fan of the the Rockefeller Beanie Seagull era where they duct tape rope and wrap up like I like that was probably one of my favorite lines ever I think that was LL Cool J's four three two I don't remember what song it was I just know it was a dope song but that's what they did they did it they did it on all facets every level starting with the coaching yeah and here's my question right do you see that trending downwards or continuously trending upwards for the 49ers because they just look like they got their swag back bro like like you couldn't take it away yeah it's been weird because they've been one of two teams they've either been dominant or they've struggled and they they haven't had just a you know what a good game they haven't had a good game they've either blown teams out or it's been competitive so what you got to do consistency is the truest measure of greatness right that's a D'Amico Ryan's quote uh, which I think he stole from Robert Sala so I don't know who started it but whatever um and I don't even think they started it but they used it all the time in the press conferences when they were here and I believe that that's one of the things that has to happen consistently so the Niners just got to stay who they are and Steve Wilkes was finally in his bag one of the best games I've seen called I love how they disguised everything and somebody's charging me up on three time zones man I'm wearing a Colorado shirt baby that's mountain time zone that's central time zone that's eastern time zone so you come at me swinging you you, you best not miss best not ex- miss have to explain that to me off the air it's three time zones <laughs> didn't know that <laughs> uh, Niner Gang podcast, my man Dion says, wasn't nobody saying Duval? You're right. You know what we were saying? Debo! Yeah. That's that what we awesome. were saying. CMC chant. You had a Purdy chant for a little while. It's crazy. Niners chant. I mean, it was just, they left the stadium. I appreciate them keeping the lights on for all the Niners fans because come fourth quarter, 31 point lead on the road. That was just a sea of red, man. What was funny was how, you know, they tried to kick you and I out. They did. That and happens. We ain't no. leaving. That's all well, you John didn't follow the rules. So what I got scared. So I, I followed the rules. John's different. So he yeah. I couldn't find John. But somehow you beat me out the stadium. I still don't understand how you stayed later and still beat me out the stadium. You beat me back to the spot. That's dope, John. You are a ninja. Hey, man, I, I had to get back and get some stuff set up because we partied afterwards, which was even awesome. Uh, but, man, it was such a great trip. But having said all those things, the Niners are who the Niners are. <laughs> and if you're Tampa Bay right now and you're coming all the way across one, two, three time zones, I don't think you're too excited about this game. Mm. Mm. 
Well, John, the simulation happened. <laughs> it did not go well for the Niners, did it? John, I almost went ape shit on live camera, bro. Not because we lost, but because of how we lost. Mm. John, the Niners got into the red zone five times, had to kick two field goals, three field goals, four field goals. Sorry. They got one touchdown on top of that. Hmm. See, I, I don't know, man. The red zone, the red zone offense has been pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. And if you told me right now, like the 49ers are 11 and a half point favorites, 11 and a half. It's the second largest spread of the week. I, this game, this game's weird. Look at what happened last year when these two teams played and they had Tom Brady. They bring back pretty much the exact same roster, just no Tom Brady. We're going to, and that's good. Hold that because I got to ask you a question because like, I want to know, I'm going to ask you the strengths of their roster offensively. What position group is the strongest defensively? Which position group is the strong? We're going to have that conversation. But Madden doesn't really give two flying, hold on, hold on, about the San Francisco 49ers. Like the Niners had an 89-team rating, and they played like they were a 39-team rating. Uh, zero turnovers in the game, except for at the very end, Brock Purdy fumbles. But we get it back. We won the turnover battle. We had two interceptions on Baker Mayfield, and it didn't fluster him. Now, what we didn't do to Baker in the game was sack him, which was an issue, which is weird. Now, I know. I know CPU is going to yeah. CPU. Now, if I was any other team, it would have been nice. It would have been good. Like We would have scored. This is the first simulated game that I did, EA Sports, that I will say is trash because it's the first simulated game that the 49ers couldn't score a touchdown. So Yeah, it's 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 weird with those things, but I don't know. Yeah, what, what I don't know. I don't, I don't wanna, know how to comment on that one. I know. I just wanted to start the show off with that because we talked about like, you know, the Niners being favorites 11 and a half. They're not favorite in the in the in the virtual game. They're not favorite in that. I will, I will put it at that. But let's talk about the injury report for the San Francisco 49ers new injury report. With Nick Zakel uh, being out for the season, John, uh, with a torn bicep. Uh, John, I know Kyle Shanahan said he played in this game. When Kyle Shanahan said he played, and I'm trying to figure out on film where in the hell is he, and I figured out why I couldn't find him on the film, and it's because I don't watch special teams film. So, John, where was Nick Zakel? Uh, he was on extra point team. He was on. He was on extra points. And uh, you got the torn bicep. He's done for the year. I tried finding the play. I, I did the full special teams breakdown. I'm on loaded after this show. Is that um, on your Patreon? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, make sure you subscribe to John Chapman's Patreon so you guys can check this out because I know y'all want to see it. And then when you do it, clip it for me. Give it back to me because sometimes I'd be feeling like Kyle is full of <laughs> And I get it. Yeah, but I'll I say this. Being on the offensive line on the extra point, you know, field goal team is the worst job in pro sports. It's the worst because you're not allowed to move your feet. So what happens is like the, the long snapper gets up there, Tabor Pepper, you step behind his foot. The guy steps behind your feet, all that stuff. So when they snap the ball, you just have to stand there and just get run over. Like it's the worst job in pro sports. And he got ran over several times. I couldn't pinpoint the play that he got hurt. But man, you are literally just defensive tackles, just 
they're teeing off on you. You can't move your feet. Can't really even brace yourself. You just got to be a speed bump and take it. Uh, you know, we've had what's his name got hurt. John Feliciano got a concussion on it earlier yes. in the year. Yes. I mean, it's it's physical. You take it hits. So I don't know. You know, so he's hurt. I, I pulled up the special teams report or the injury report. If you want to put that up on the screen, yeah. Wayne, let, let's go to um, that. Let me get out of this uh, box. My apologies. And, and so Banks is out. The, the, you know, Kyle said in his presser yesterday, Aaron Banks is out this week. So it's going to be another Valenciano week. Now you have Zakel, who was the backup guard. Kyle's going to call somebody up. My assumption is Ilm Manning. That's who I want, who we lost. Ooh. We got back. I hope they call him up. They've been working him inside. Uh, that's my prediction. I have no inside information. Never do. Don't ever want inside information. But that's my assumption. Um, outside of that, there's not really that many injury issues. Colton McKivitz, he practiced all week with the ankle, not worried. Trent Williams, we've seen him back. Samuel Womack, we're waiting to call him up. Like the injury report is fine for the 49ers, thankfully. I agree. Um, I mean, I thought the Niners played well without Aaron Banks. John Feliciano did a great job uh, in stepping in and filling in for him. I like that. Um, you know, Colton McKivitz is going to get another opportunity to go out there. Uh, and you got Matt Pryor that probably got snaps this week, too, at right tackle. Which so. would be the right tackle, and that's how the Niners roll. Uh, because, you know, when we think about who replaces Trent Williams, it's always going to be Jalen Moore. And then who replaces uh, Colton McKivitz? If he can't go, it's always going to be Matt Pryor, at least for this season. Um, but the Knicks account is another project. Uh, it's good that he was getting snaps. Uh, even if it is on special teams or extra point, however you want to look at it. Uh, but I feel like that draft class, Nick Zakel, is that the same draft class as Samuel Womack? Yeah. That's yeah, not the same draft him. class as Drake Jackson. That was the year after, right? No, wait, I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong because Zakel and Purdy were roommates and are roommates. So, like, those two guys came in the same time. Right. With couldn't Samuel Womack in that class with Purdy? I think so. Uh, let, right. Let's because double they, check right here because I don't want to mess up. Twenty twenty two, yeah. So yeah. it's their second year, right? Yeah, and Drake Jackson came in the year before. No, same, same. This is his second year, twenty twenty two. So Drake Jackson, Brock Purdy, Samuel Womack, Nick Sakel, Spencer Burford, all those guys, same draft class. Okay, so Danny Gray, TDP, all of them was the year after. Nope, same. Still say those are all two year guys. Those are all two year guys. So, well, like, and I'm glad I'm bringing that up because I wanted to talk about like these two year guys and why they possibly like, not see any play this yeah, year. Right here again. This is the 49ers draft class from 2022. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drake Jackson, Danny Gray, TDP, Burford, yeah. Womack, okay. Tariq Castro-Fields, the only He's one gone. that didn't make it, Kalia right. Davis, Nick Sakel Purdy. So, man, that whole group, not a lot of contributors, let's be honest, uh, but that's a damn good draft class. And whenever you look at where you got Purdy last pick, we always talk about that. Womack, fifth rounder, great special teamer. Burford, he's starting, not great. TDP, okay. I remember now. There's the first, depth. the first day we drafted, we were at our party, and then yeah, the next we day, I was at the stage. I remember now. I just had to put it all together. Well, the reason why I brought that up is because, like, if I'm looking at these, <laughs> do you see? Um, we got, we got to play one of these draft picks. This two of these draft picks this week. Do you see Luke uh, Godeki, who's I think dealing with an injury for Tampa? Yeah, he's struggling. That was their second round pick. He was a fun player. And then Rashad um, White. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's their kind of right tackle utility guy. Uh, he can play inside, outside, all those different things, but he's got to have his hands full. You know, playing right tackle is not easy against the 49ers. So the reason why I bring that up, John, though, is simply because the only pick that is, is getting the relatively time is Brock Purdy and then. Spencer Burford. But yeah, that's what you want. You want two starters. But if you would have said we got a franchise quarterback out of this draft without a first round pick and your first pick was number 61, yeah. like you freaking that's that's oh, a yeah. home run. Well, 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 I think I think my my point I'm alluding to is that none of the rest of the guys will be contributors. And so when I look at Drake Jackson and I see that he's on the IR, I don't believe he'll be coming off the IR. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say because of the way that they either. stocked the room. They traded for Randy Gregory. He's a step or two or three over Drake Jackson. And it just let it, it allows Drake Jackson to I don't want the people to think that the Niners are, are over him, but they it allows them to develop him. He can continue to develop. You know what I'm saying? He's, he just needs another season. He's 23, man. Yeah, like he's 23. So you right. still got time. And he's cheap. He doesn't cost much against the cap. Rookie contract. Bingo. But you don't need him right now. So it's break glass in case of emergency. He just got to further develop because right now his balance, he's getting knocked on the ground more often than not. He's got to fix some issues technique wise, weight wise. His coordination is incredible. And he's his athleticism. His athleticism is incredible. Right. He's all over the place, right? He's not. Fine, Terrible coaching fine. at USC, used out of position, didn't develop in college. I He's agree. raw traits, 23. You got time, but you don't need him right now. Hey, Sin, and, and, and I agree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just don't want people to feel like the, the Drake Jackson experiment is over. Now, he might step up in a role if they move on from some of those one-year free agents that they signed this year, like Cleveland Farrell and those guys. But if they go all in on you-know-who, which I would love for them to, if they can find a way to get Chase Young back, 
and then he be in a full season, full camp with Nick Bosa. You got your bookends, you got your solid middles, like your interior guys. You can and maybe Kalia Davis steps up and replaces maybe a Kevin Givens. Like you can see that the Niners are building for the future, and that's where these guys are gonna, to me, lie. Question about Samuel Womack, full practice this week. What are your thoughts on Samuel Womack, man? Is he gonna get Burn, was he on special teams? You did watch the film last week? No, he didn't play this week. Okay, so, so he he wasn't out there this week. So they're giving him just a little bit more time because they activated his 21-day practice window. Practice window, yeah. So right now it's just, hey, we're going to wait just a little bit and we're going to kind of see how this goes, but we're not going to push it back because there's no injuries at the corner position. So they, they worked out Jason Verrett this week. That's interesting. But Let's that's talk about it. Don't stop there. Squad. Yeah, that's let's... a practice squad play, not – a starting 53 squad it's, play. It's practice squad for now. Correct. Um, But he's being not signed that, yet. They didn't he's, sign not, he's not signed yet, so they worked him out. So, like, it was a workout, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let's just get your honest thoughts. Let's talk about it. Jason Verrett um, didn't work out in Houston. If he's healthy, what do you – That's do you, a big if, man. It's a big if, but it's definitely like a low risk, high reward, right? It's not going to cost you much. Oh, it won't cost anything. You get him on a vet minimum. Having him in the locker room would be huge. Yeah. Having him work with Demo would be huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, Char Charverius Ward, whenever he signed, he's like, dude, I've looked up to Jason Verrett, JV, my whole life. Yeah. Like, he's one of the guys I model my game after. Now, when Verrett first joined the Niners, we used him in the slot, then we bumped him outside. So my whole take is, I'm with dude, you. I would be fine pulling him in and just, you just work the slot, man. That's You're going to be, let's just work the slot and we'll see. And I don't think that there's any way he'd be activated unless there was a major injury. But he's an extra insurance policy that knows the system, knows the scheme. He's a savvy vet. He's good against the run. It's just, man, how many knee injuries can you have? You're not worried about the knee injuries, though, in the slot? Like, having to be able to bend, change direction very quickly. Like, wouldn't that be more wear and tear on those older knees? Then running down the field, or would running down the field be more wear and tear on the knees? It's all bad, man. And with him and that scar tissue and all the stuff he's got in there, just scares the hell out of me. You know, if I had it my way, he'd go into coaching. But it's hard to hang it up, especially with him, because he feels like four years in a row he's left out there, he hasn't been able to prove what he could do. So, like, I yeah. understand how it works. I personally would not prefer him to get defensive snaps. But I want him part of the locker room. I'd love to have him on special teams. I want him to prove that if he wants that. But, you know, I'd take him over Shamar Charles, Gene Charles, our number 38 currently. Like, I'd be cool with that. But I don't want to see him out there starting unless it's an emergency situation. That's just me. Interesting. Um, not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying I do not want to rely on number 22. Listen, I don't want to do that. And I, and I could dig it. You know, um, I guess for me – I know it's a big if. That's the first thing that you said. I think that's super important. It's a huge if, right? If he can be healthy um, and things like that. But if he is healthy, if he does pass the physical, if he can give us, if, it's still if, if he can give us three to five games where it still allows you to rotate those younger guys in, get them back to being acclimated, I'll take the vet. I'll take him over the guys that you just mentioned and have him ready to go, whether it's a special teams play. 
and rotate him in and out. Look, I love Diamador Lenore. I think he's the best DB on the team. But it's gonna be it's tough when you're going when you when you when you're dominating on the outside and you have to switch your mentality to play on the inside. That's what you know, like there's no more what does Crocker call it? Dick to hip. That that goes off the window. It's a whole different coverage. Way you cover these receivers, and then of course he's gonna give up the 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 plays. I think my only issue with uh, Diama Lenore was his tackling last week. I just felt Which like is weird. That's like his strength is he's I, a great tackler. So like, like that, that's I weird. Could, I, it was weird to me. Like I'm like, dude, he's literally trying to lay the boom, and he should just tackle and don't give up the yak. And then you got Ambry Thomas playing outside, who's giving up the catch, but. He's not giving up the yak. So it's funny because they're in the same draft class, and I don't think people remember that. Yeah, Embry was the third third, pick. There you go. And then uh, Amadou Lenore was the fifth, right? Like, it's so crazy. Um, And you're seeing them flash. But, again, I will come out and say that I think Amadou Lenore is the best 49ers cornerback. Over Charvarius Ward. I think he's – I think as a natural corner, yes. What I love about Charvarius Ward is his ability to close out and PBU like that's to me no more interceptions for him unless it's thrown right to his hands that's not but his game that's yeah. thank you thank you it's not it's not a shot at him he no. is just a PBU king that's past breakups for everybody out there that doesn't know what PBU is it's not a university like he literally breaks up passes you've seen it in the end zone on Christian Kirk he didn't go for that ball well he didn't go for the interception that's what I'm trying to say his thing that Charvarius Ward brings is he makes it the very difficult catch window. That's his MO. Like, he is going to make the pass completion difficult. He's not a turnover guy. He doesn't face the quarterback a lot of times. His feet, his footwork is what makes him special, and his stickiness is what makes him special. Uh, and he can tackle. He's a physical guy, and he's scrappy. Undrafted free agent, man. Are you kidding me? Like, this dude has freaking grinded out his career started with the Cowboys they traded him from scraps to the Chiefs took a starting spot week one played awesome won a Super Bowl with them uh, again you know against us but then he comes with us and I mean he's just been damn good he's just been awesome so I like both of our corners and they're they're they fit what we want which is scrappy and tough and can tackle one of the things that makes the Niners who they are is how physical they are and when you got guys like Demo and Charvarius Ward out there hitting, they will hit you. They will punch you in the face. And so I love that physicality throughout all three phases of the defense. I do think your take on Demo is interesting, though. I mean, he's a he's a damn good player. I, I say no. I'd go Charvarius Ward, but it's like Charvarius Ward, close Demo, then a very, very large gap to the next player. And I like that because maybe Demo still has more to prove. He's the younger player. Mm-hmm. But, again, he comes in. They have him play nickel, then they switch him back to outside, cause and then and now he's back at nickel. So you're seeing him struggle more um at that spot because I just think it's a mentality thing and it's a different technique that you have to play. Yeah. I'm no DB specialist. I just know what I see and I'm just like I expect every nickel back to get beat. Like that's just I, they don't you can know it's a slant, but you don't know what kind of you don't know how they're running it, how quick they're gonna get there. So unless you take the proper angle. It's hard to play the ball, so you play the receiver, and then you make the tackle. Like I, yeah. like I said, that's his only issue. But outside, they both get penalties, 
But I feel like Diamador and Lenore started off with the penalties. They kind of simmered down, and now Mooney Ward is getting the penalties. Handsy penalties, too, like ticky-tacky, five-yard defensive holding calls. I'd be like, come on, man. Like, where's the grab? Like, where's this? Where's that? So refs are calling it. Um, And it's interesting because now let's get into this game this week. Because, John, you talked about – the 11 and a half point favorites in this game. Huge. I don't think, do you, first of all, do you think the 49ers, they pay any attention to point spreads or anything like that? No. Not part of the game. Plan. Not point spreads. Definitely not. Um, but I do think that the people that have the most information and most money invested in this is Vegas, the people in the desert. And they're the most accurate. <laughs> they are the most accurate because they have the most on the line. And so whenever you look at these spreads, it tells you a great story. And as much as you and I are Niners fans, Vegas likes the Niners more than anybody because it doesn't matter. Like the fact that they had that point spread, what it was against the Jags last week, coming off of the three game stretch lost five game stretch wins for them. And we're traveling and they still gave us the benefit of the doubt. And they still covered by a mile. I'm just saying. The people that have the most money involved in this, not John Chapman and Wayne Breezy, but the desert, they love them some 49ers, man. Wow. Well, that's a lot of points. It's not the highest point spread of week 11, but that's a lot of points. Who has the highest point spread of week 11? Just Uh, Miami against the Panthers is 13 and a half. Uh, The Panthers are D-U-N. It's just not a good squad. It's not a good squad. Okay. It's bad coaching. It's really I thought bad Dallas coaching. was That's playing good. the Panthers this week. Is that? Uh, let, let's see here. I got it right here. Which is another it. high point spread, if I'm not mistaken. Did I say it wrong? I'm, I might have said it wrong. I don't. I think mine. Yes, is playing Cowboys the against Panthers is ten oh. and a half. So that's not the biggest. It's the Dolphins versus the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. That's the, Raiders. the biggest. Thirteen and a half. So I apologize. I was half right. Interesting. Those All are right. three largest this year. This week, um, 49ers, Cowboys, and Dolphins. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, John. You've been watching film on them. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and then I want you, we're going to get into the game plan of the 49ers. So, okay. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's talk about Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's talk about uh, what do you feel on offense is their strength? Like what's their strongest position group on offense? It's it's outside wide receivers by a mile. Um, you you talk Mike Evans, you talk Chris Godwin. That's a one two oh, punch gross. that can yes. And the thing that makes them so special is they're freaking huge. Like <laughs> they're freaking they are men. Like if you put if you if you did like a lineup and you had Evans and Godwin standing next to Debo and Ayuk, you'd be like, all right, I'm going with those dudes because they are monstrous compared to the guys that we got. They're just they're freaking gigantic and they're physical and they're great. Mike Evans, dude's putting up a Hall of Fame career, thousand yards every year, no matter who every the quarterback year. is, what team, it don't matter. He's just Mike Evans is an absolute stud. 
Tom Brady, no Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, doesn't care. Does, it doesn't matter his quarterback. Jameis Winston squinting his eyes, throwing whatever. Bro, what's that? He's played with so many. He's played with at least eight different quarterbacks. He's played with a lot, man, and they have all been terrible. Well, not all been terrible, but most have been terrible, but not him. He comes out, and he just does his thing. So the best thing about their offense is their outside wide receivers. And again, if you look at, like, guess what? Chris Godwin, second-round pick. Mike Evans, first-round pick. Who are they going against? Demo, fifth-round pick. Charverius Ward, undrafted free agent. So the NFL's matchup league, and if you look at that, you're like, ooh, ooh. If it wasn't for the 49ers defensive line, you'd be like, good Lord, they're going to throw for this many yards. And on top of that, they suck at running the ball. Mm-hmm. The Bucks for three years in a row have said, look, we could be a one-dimensional team and still have success. Not many teams can do that in the NFL. 49ers can't do that. We lose our run game. We lose games, period. But the Bucks, they're dead last in rush yards per attempt, and they don't give a damn. They try to run it, but they will abandon that run game and not care. Yeah, they're they're bad. What, 70-something yards per game? Oh, and that's with bad. the surgeon of, of now the Rashad White, which we just talked about uh, in that draft. Now he's starting to come of age. Like he's starting to be a hindrance uh, in the screen passing game. Somebody you're going to have to want to pay a little bit of attention to because where do the Niners struggle all of a sudden in stopping the screens? And so you look at Rashad White, that's where those explosive plays can happen. But I want to stick on Mike Evans for at least a couple of more minutes because it's him, it's only him, and it's nothing but him. And you could take him out of the game. For three quarters, literally zero catches, however many tar- he can have five targets, no catches, maybe no yards, nothing. He's not the one thing you don't got to worry about is him running the ball, but out of the backfield. But then there's this fourth quarter thing like they just throw it to him. He's like six twelve, and you can just throw it in the air and he catches it. Like comes down with the pass and usually six touchdowns on the season, 720, 737 yards, reception, receiving yards on the season. Like Mike Evans is cooking. Uh, I draft him every year in fantasy football because I know that's one guy I can rely on. Uh, he only had one bad year and as a year he was kind of like dealing with injuries. Last year he had the dropsies. But he still had over a thousand yards. This year he's cooking. Chris Godwin is coming back uh, off of his injury and playing really well right now. Um, but I agree with you. Like this is their strength. This is their strength. I'm not worried about them now. I will be worried about if they use Godwin in the slot because that's where I feel like teams are attacking the 49ers on defense. So if it's, it's a gonna regular, happen too. they oh, do that consi- consistently because Trey Palmer, who is their quote unquote slot, slot is a vertical threat. There it is. So they'll send him out wide and just say run a go route or a clear out route. And they'll do this dagger concept, which is like one of the things that just kept screaming up where Trey Palmer just runs straight downfield. And then you have Godwin, um, Godwin, who just cuts right underneath him. And it's just I mean, it's it's poetry. I mean, it's it's personnel correctly. They are they're good at that. All right, so let's talk about what else uh, on the Buccaneers. Let's talk about their defense. And if you had to pick a defense, like, because they're going to come out and they're going to try to take away the run, right? That's that's the key to stopping the San Francisco 49ers. They'll possibly stack the box, and they're going to force Brock Purdy. They're going to blitz like crazy. Todd Bowles is probably one of the most aggressive coaches, uh, excuse me, in the NFL. He's been a defensive coordinator. He was aggressive like the Love Todd Bowles, man. Love him. Hate uh, his press conferences. Love the dude. 
but he's going to come out aggressive. And that defense is going to come out firing. And they're yeah. going to look to punch the 49ers in the mouth. And the one thing people aren't really uh, thinking about when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, John, they're, uh, they're a game out of first place. They win. Half a game. Half a game, sorry. They win and the Saints lose. They're top of their division. They got a lot to play for. They got a lot to play for. And so this isn't like the NFL is weird this year because there's like five terrible teams and then everybody else is in contention. Like it be, it, it's weird. Whenever they added the seventh team to the playoffs for the AFC and NFC, you just opened up such a myriad of everybody's still involved here. Now you asked me about the Bucks defense. Kyle Shanahan was asked about the Bucks three separate questions. The first name out of his mouth, Vita Vea, Vita Vea, Vita Vea. Kyle Shanahan is terrified of this dude because the NFL is a matchup league. Like I could scream that every single, like when you have a football game, my first job as a coach was scouting reports for opposing teams. And so I would go to these opposing teams and I'd have all these forms and I'd fill out all this stuff. Where are we susceptible against their strengths? And if it's one of the first things I ever did as a coach, we are beyond, we're scared. Because Jake Brindle is the lightest damn center in the NFL. He does not anchor well. He is athletic, and he's great. He's, had, he's coming off his best game maybe this year. But him against Vita Vea, that ain't fair. It ain't fair. I, that is not fair. We'll talk about the game planning against that in a second. Not fair. I, I know. I. So you're, you're, it's, it's the front. It's definitely the front. It's, They're it's, stout. They're stout. You didn't even mention the guy next to him, and then you didn't even talk about Shaq Barrett and the edge rushers. They've and that's the thing. So, like you asked, what was the strength of the offense? Wide receivers, outside wide receivers. Uh -huh. What's the strength of the defense? It's their defensive line and safety. That's where their linebackers are great. Antoine I'm not trying to Winfield downplay those. Junior, baby. They're built up the middle. Defensive tackles. Good linebackers used to be better than they are now, and Anton Winfield Jr., but it all starts with Vita Vea. The ends are great. I'm not trying to downplay the ends, but I don't think that they have a distinct advantage there. The biggest one that just scares the bejesus out of me is Vita Vea versus Jake Brindle. I do not like. Shout out to Thomas. He says, you know, Vita and Winfield didn't play last year. No, they did not. The, the Niners dominated. They were able to control the middle of that pass rush, and so this year is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we also had a little different offensive line, but you know, let's talk about let's talk about the 49ers offense and then let's talk about how do you how do you find a way to contain Vita Vea, right? Now, the worst offensive line play to me this year was against the Cleveland Browns. And I'm just hear me out, because I like to be wrong, but I want you to correct me when I am. So the reason why I said that was because they found a way to contain Miles Garrett. They took away the edge. But they struggled up the middle with some aggressive player that I can't even remember his name at this moment. But he killed the offensive line. Brock Purdy had zero time. It was Dalvin Tomlinson. Whoever you wanted to be, that was his name. My point is, I'm nervous now. Because there's no way you could put Dalvin Tomlinson in the same category as Vita Vea. So. Yeah. Do they are they more prepared? Are they sliding protection? Like, how, like, what is this offensive line doing? What is Chris Forster going to do? Because you got to take that away. I feel like you, Brock Purdy can can ad lib against the edges. It's impossible to ad lib against the pressure right in front of him. 
You move the pocket and you go horizontal, right? So Vita Vea wants to just shove Jake Brindle into the lap of Brock Purdy. That is who he has always been, and he might be the best in the NFL at it. So what do you do? You don't let him go. You don't. If a rhino is chasing you, you don't run away from it. You just step to the side. So you get your play-action boots, your jet sweeps, your outside zones, your tosses, all those different things, and you force Vita Vea, that big man that he is, which he's quick, too, for a big man. So, like, he's he's an anomaly. You're moving him side to side, not vertically. You're moving side to side. And if you are just doing a straight drop back, it better be three steps, and it better not even be a true – play action it better be a play pass where you look down to throw those types of things but yeah yeah, gsu move the pocket move the pocket you move the pocket and you can't slide protection to the right or to the left depending on those boots like and i and i expect to see a lot of boots like you know i expect to see all kind of bootleg actions to the left bootleg actions to the right give brock purdy the one guy you talked about dagger routes man give that one guy let it be Ayuk. let it be debo like that one dude, let it be Ronnie Bell at this point, that's just sliding and rocking with Brock, where he has one guy that's going to be open, and it's the nice little toss pass right there, because I can tell you right now, that receiver will, will beat that linebacker right there in the middle field and in that coverage, and these are positive plays, and when you talk about horizontal play, you know who you make tired? That defensive front. Yeah, we're hard to play against, because we do go horizontally. And so that, that's the thing. And you look at last week, man, play action, moving the pocket. Kyle Shanahan was in his freaking wheelhouse. I don't know who coached better last week, Wilkes or Shanahan. I think Wilkes, but, man, Shanahan was filling it, too. He was setting everything up. Oh, yeah, so he was. He was. That was great. And the good news is you played this exact same scheme last year. So you don't throw that out. Like, there is a lot of repetitive – like, Todd Bowles is Todd Bowles. And, like – you know what's coming. You they're know multiple. The, they're aggressive. Know, right. You know that's. You know it's going to be aggressive. But the. But the. I. I to me, you talked about Vita. Uh, Vita Vey, uh, Vea, But like having Antoine Winfield there, that center fielder back there, he's disruptive. That makes me a little bit nervous on Brock because now Antoine Winfield is is an All Pro. Okay. He's not like. No disrespect. He's not like a Tala Noah Hufunga type of all pro. It's a different type of all pro. But this kid sees he's the more field. Buddha Baker. He, he's, he's more, more he's Buddha. more Buddha Baker. I like I like and that to me makes me nervous because now how is Brock moving that guy out of the middle of the field? Yeah, we're gonna see a lot of buzz. Yeah, they're good at that, where it looks like you know, a cover, you know, a cover two, cover which two. Tampa defined, even though they don't do it that much now. Tampa two. <laughs> all that stuff. And the, you know, and so yeah, you're gonna get some looks. You know, Brock likes to throw it over the middle of the field, but as this season has kind of progressed, he's stretching it a little bit more down the field outside the numbers. I agree. And so I like that. So that's gonna continue to be open this week because we talked about our corners. You look at their corners. They're big physical corners that don't make plays on the ball either. We're talking about Dean. We're talking about Carlton Davis. You can take advantage of these guys. And if you want to, you know, you ask me what they're best at, I'll take Debo Samuel and freaking Brandon Ayuk against these corners a thousand times out of a thousand. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to them. I liked Carlton Davis, and I wish we would have drafted him, and we had a chance to get him in the trade a few years ago. And I was like, dude, you can get this dude pennies on the dollar. He's a starter. But anyway, I digress. Their strength is not good against our strength. And I agree with that. And this is where the Debo Samuels, 
um, the Christian McCaffreys, the the Brandon Ayukes. I wouldn't even be surprised if you see Jawan Jennings have a big day and use him in the slot. Like they can't he cover use him. that. He's had bad game, bad game, bad he, game. He's had bad games in blocking. Like, like I feel like his blocking took a up on the line he blocking. Was graded. I know lowest graded. That's never happened. I know. But I, but I think a lot of that comes with the missed blocks being up on the line and eleven like whatever type of personnel they're in and next thing you know he he just misses a block like that's bad like that's huge I'm telling you like you want to know why these running backs aren't getting out the backfield it's because those wide receivers aren't down blocking and next thing you know the guys right there in their face you know these edges right there in their face they got a chip they got to do something. But I, I like what you said. I would take our wide receivers over their DBs, and you expect advantage. And then you expect yak because that's what they do. Like, that that's what they do. Now, what I would like to do is get Antoine Winfield in coverage on George Kittle and then let George Kittle physical it out with Antoine Winfield. Take his ass out of the play, out of the run game. Go ahead. What's, what's George Kittle's favorite day in the world? Playing against Buda Baker. That's his favorite, like, superhero arch nemesis ever. And he lost that this year. He didn't yes. get to play against him. No Buda. This is the closest Buda Baker to Buda Baker is. And George Kittle thrives in that atmosphere. I did not think about this, Wayne. Like, this is, you know, arch nemesis type stuff. Not that, like, in a negative t- sense. But Kittle wants to play against good safeties. That's his favorite. It, Antoine it, Winfield checks that damn box. Yeah, I think it challenges him, right? It challenges him physically and mentally. And, you know, when you're trying to be the best, you got to beat the best. And when you beat the best, you become the best. And then that's that back and forth, you know, rival challenge type of thing. And George Kittle has been taking advantage of when they throw him the ball, he's just taking advantage. Like, mm-hmm. literally taking it. I, he took a whack last week. And I he was like, did. man, this guy's tough. God dang. He, he still got up and, like, he did his little yeah. no fear thing. But he didn't extend that he, arm all the way. No. It was it was like, you can tell his ribs, man. <laughs> he still did it. Then walked gingerly back. You know, it's like a John Chapman walk after he gets up off the couch. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to you gotta work it all out during the walk back. Listen, Thomas wants to know, listen, y'all think Jennings is pouting because he, he ain't got extended? His blocking is way down the shit. No, I don't think I don't think he's pouting. The pro, I mean, he, the Niners don't have to extend him. He's a restricted free agent because Correct. his first year he was on. So like he has no bargaining power. But and they don't have to extend him again next year either. Like people don't understand it's not he's not available for undrafted free agent status until after next year. So he ain't going anywhere. But he had an opportunity to step up in Debo's absence, and that dude laid an egg. And I love Juwan Jennings. I'm not trying to like bash him. But he did not do his job as a wide receiver plus, which is what we would label wide receivers that are basically tight ends, and that's what he is. And so, all right, he struggled in the routes. He has had one catch in two games. That's not good, and he's struggling in the blocks now. He's got to get out of that. He has all the tools. Consistency is huge for him. You can't whiff on blocks when you're only getting 25 snaps a game now that Debo's back. So capitalize, yeah. Yeah. make it happen. Make it's it happen. Him. Take advantage of the opportunities that you're going to get, right? Because he's going to get those opportunities. I wonder if this is why we saw the um, the insertion of the rookie, Ronnie Bell, who had a 20-yard catch in this game. I wonder if his blocking is starting to go noticed 
Um, and, and and I feel like downfield, Jawan Jennings is a hell of a blocker, right? Like he one on one, mano we mano, boom. I think it's 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 more in the concept of the run game where he's struggling to know what his role is at that moment, and he misses, he whiffs. Yeah, he does. My my thing with Ronnie Bell is that huge twenty yard catch. He was in for Ayuk. I still have not seen one play That's true. in training camp or That's preseason true. or that where he is getting slot snaps. He only is in when Ayuk is out. His huge game, Ayuk was out. So Shanahan is not going to compromise rookie development over learning another position. And it's totally different because, like, whenever you're calling a play call, what you listen to as a Y or an X are totally different. Like, I understand their wide receiver positions. Uh uh uh. Alignment's different, assignment's different. Like, it's not the same. So Kyle will not overwhelm people. And we ain't seen it yet. We didn't see it last week. We're not going to see it in the future, sadly, unless an injury happens. And still then. It's got to be to Brandon Ayuk. Unless it's a vet. Willie Sneed would get that. Chris Conley would get that. It ain't going to Ronnie Bell, sadly. Not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's the way Kyle operates. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough on these rookies. It's it's tough. It's tough. I mean, even if you're a first-round pick, like, it's tough on the rookies. I mean, unless you're destined like a Nick Bosa we're talking wide receivers here. The Niners won't draft, won't be drafting a wide receiver to that caliber. But you got to be able to. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in, especially in the blocking assignments of what you're asked to do. No block, um, no rock. No block, no rock. All right, uh, John. Let's go with the game plan of the Niners. They need to come out victorious. Give me three things that the Niners must do to win this game. What's the game plan? What's going to be the game plan on every level? So give me an offensive game plan, a special teams game plan, and a defensive game plan. Yeah, offense, stay ahead of the sticks. Don't let negative plays creep in. Long, sustained drives are the 49ers' best friend. And so... Like when we're look like the explosives have been great, but you don't anticipate those. Hopefully you get some of those, but like that, that's not what you're going for here. Stay ahead of the chains. Four yard rush attempts in this game are gold. It's worth everything. Slow, sustained, positive, ahead of the chains. That's what you want to do. Move the pocket, hit the short routes. I don't need Brock Purdy being greedy this week. I don't need it. Checkdowns are what, what was it, a girl's best friend? What's what's diamonds, right? Yeah, that's whatever. It. That's it. Check downs, four yard gains, sustained. The explosive plays that happen because your personnel don't get greedy. Because if you get greedy against Winfield, bad things gonna happen. So that's my offensive game plan. Defensively, just go with four. You can look like you're blitzing. I don't care what four go. Last week we dropped Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Hargrave, Armstead, Kevin Givens, all into pass protection in our fire zones where we blitz three, drop eight, blitz, uh, four come. We're dropping alignment. We're bringing Demo off the edge. Like, I love that. Um, you look at Baker Mayfield, his only category that he has over 100 passer rating is versus the blitz. That is what he lives for. That's who he was blitz. in college. I do not want blitzes. You can bring four, but he struggles when there's tight windows to throw to. That's not his thing, and that's why he's led the NFL in interceptions multiple times. Do not give him open passing lanes because he's closer. How do I say this? He's closer to allow me to finish this sentence before you get upset. He's closer to Joe Burrow and the fact that he will stay in the pocket and take a hit and throw to an open window. than he is to try to fire it into a tight window. That's not what he wants to do. Pressure doesn't bother him. He's tough as hell. I hate Baker Mayfield, but I'm a longhorn. He's tough as nails. 
That dude is tough as hell. And so if you're hitting him as he's throwing, he does not care. That's not going to affect him like it does Trevor Lawrence. He'll stay in the pocket, take a hit from Bosa, and loft one up in an open window. That is kind of who he is. So I don't want a lot of blitzes. What's up, yeah. Corey? Man, it was so cool hanging out this past weekend. Corey, glad to see you in the chat, bro. I agree with you 1,000%, right? Because when you look at uh, the Niners, what they did last week, more disguising, uh, they blitz, but it was different types of of ways it was a little bit more creative. Uh, they dropped more people back into coverage. I mean, and that's what you want, right? Like that will allow the mistakes to happen because now you're confused. You're forcing the quarterback to be more mental, yes. right? Where he could that's just come out where he to, wins. and that's not where he wins. And when you beat Baker Mayfield the last time when he was in Cleveland, that's what you got. Like, I don't remember a bunch of blitzing. I don't know it was a different defensive coordinator, different, you know, I don't want to say scheme, but different scheme, different players. Mm -hmm. But they figured it out. I think you beat Baker Mayfield the same way. The only thing he has different to me than when he played with that Cleveland Browns team is he has a better receiving core. He has weapons. He has a guy he could dump the ball to. You go ahead and rush all these players, it's screen city. I can tell you right now, Rashad White will feast – and I'm not ready for those explosive plays. I'm not ready to break my TV set. I'm not ready for any of that type of stuff. I don't have the money to replace it. That means I'll be watching football on my phone, and I don't want to when I'm home. So yeah. at the end of the day, like the Niners, you talked about that, you know, defensively, discipline. They they gotta they gotta be disciplined. They gotta stay in their lanes. Don't over pursue. I want I want the sacks. But do it with the select few. If you don't get home, cool. Play the pass. Those guys aren't super duper quick. They aren't no. like Chris Godwin might be their shiftiest receiver. And then the, the other guy you mentioned might be their fastest receiver. But you can find a way to nullify and take away Mike Evans. Don't give up the explosives downfield. And I think me saying this, the Niners technically are in fifth place in takeaways this year. All right, it's a four-way tie for first place with Cincinnati, New Orleans, the Steelers, and the Jaguars at 18. The Niners are in fifth at 17 takeaways. I believe they're number one in interceptions. 13 picks. 13, right? And so this could be another game which Steve Wilkes alluded to when he came into this team, on to this team, he said he wanted to do what, John? Limit the explosive plays. And what was number two? Turn the ball over. Bam. We're second and first in those two categories, depending on what you know your criteria and all those things. And you know, again, back to limiting these explosive plays. Baker Mayfield is at his worst versus cover six defense, which That's we played where, last week. We play more than almost anybody in the NFL. That's our thing. So what, what that is, is you roll quarters to the wide receiver strength side. So if they're at a three by one set, three wide receivers and a, or two wide receivers tied into the left offensive left one to the right side, you run quarters to the strength side, you run half to the back side. I mean, that's the way to beat Baker Mayfield. That's the way to limit Mike Evans. He's going to make some freak plays, but you don't make it easy on them. Bring four, just be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. John special teams. Oh, special teams! My, I, this is gonna piss you off. Get Ambry Thomas the hell off of special teams. That's that not gonna dude, piss me off. Not okay, piss good. Me off. Not he has been a bottom five special team player four weeks in a row now, and he just doesn't. He has no motivation to be out there, and he is showing it every single play. Here's Get that dude. The 
off the special teams. Because he belongs playing cornerback. He makes it clear. He does. But, he plays but here's, great. here's the thing. If Samuel Womack practiced all week, you have just got your Please. playmaker back. You want to talk about Gunner? Please. Him and Jordan Mason on special teams is scary. Mason was number one rated special teams player last week, making plays all over the place. Did miss one block on punt, but anyway, but, I'll digress. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. You get yes. those two back, those two young bucks. I mean, come on. Now the Niners are fierce back on special teams and in coverage, and they could get down there, and they can bust wedges. They could do whatever it is they need to do. Yes. And it helps Mish Wisnowski, even though I think he's been one of the best punters in the league this year. Oh, he's been awesome. And we were talking at the game about Jair Brown. Like, yes. Jair Brown, he yes. is just, he is a He's sending. creeping up. He's creeping up. And he started to see some snaps from Tashawn Gibson in this game. I love that, man. Ooh. Ooh. Just, a matter, just, just a, matter a matter of time. Just a matter of time. John, before we dip up out of here, man, I got to get your score prediction. Um, do you have the 49ers winning this game? And if so, can you drop some numbers below? I got people in the chat already giving their score predictions. Corey's asking what your score predictions are. Like, what's good, John? How you feeling? Man, I struggle. Uh, there are some things about this game I just do not like that they have very clear disadvantage. Like, the 49ers have some disadvantages in. They're the better team. I think they're the better coach team um, as well. They have the better rosters. I'm going to go 27-17. I, I'm going to go 27-16 because I think they're going to hit more field goals than touchdowns. So I'm going to go 49ers 27, uh, Bucks 16. Doesn't quite cover the spread, right? It's 11 and a half. Uh, I'm not betting against the spread this week. It's just too many points. But, oh, Travis King, what's up? Gangster. What's gangster. going on, TK? He's the best, man. What's up, Travis? Uh, I like that. He says 33-17. I like I, his I, score better than mine. 42-17. I like oh, y'all. I think y'all score predictions is ridiculous. I'm going to be honest. I don't think the Niners give up more than a touchdown. I'm just going to keep it a book. Y'all could go ahead and give him that field goal. I think Mike Evans gets a touchdown, helps my fantasy team at the end of the game when the shit doesn't count. <laughs> just gonna call it, I'm just going to call it like it is. I oh, guess, that's awesome. I, I'm just going to call it like this. I, I got 38-7 to 7 in this game, John. Ooh. Ooh. And, yeah, I don't have us quite getting to 40, but I'm with Corey on the 38. I, I just 38 special, seven points they give up, end of the game, won't matter. I think the defense – trumps what they did last week and i know they only gave up three but i think when you put the second unit in there it's mike evans over second unit any day for me bro yeah i'd take him over first unit to be honest with you but yeah <laughs> he's that damn good he's that damn good john man let everybody know what's going on with you this weekend uh they want to know if you're going to be at the game what are you doing all that good stuff man and then you could go ahead and take us home all right, uh, yeah, this weekend I am going to be at the game. We are not throwing a tailgate. Uh, I'm taking this opportunity to rest a little bit. We are doing the Seattle tailgate, which is going to be awesome. So if you're going to Seattle for Thanksgiving, Wade's going to be there. I want to be there. Our family's going to be there. We're going to have a great time. 49ers rush road trip night before and Thanksgiving tailgate day of. But I want to be chilling with the UK faithful this week at the game, which I'm so pumped about to build those relationships with those awesome uh, guys and gals. Uh, so that's where I'm going to be excited. Wayne, I just want to say thank you, man. Um, hey, everything man. that took place this past week with Frank Gore and the trip and just hanging out, just becoming better friends. This past weekend was incredible, man. So thank you for all that you did to make that happen. You're the best of the best. Uh, man, what a good weekend, right? It was a great weekend. Great weekend. I can't wait to do it next week, which is Thanksgiving week. 
and we'll be out there celebrating and enjoying Thanksgiving. You get to see my son again. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm happy. Good, yeah, he's a great kid, man. Great kid. Uh, but more more importantly, I'm waiting to go out there so we can we can get another win. Like that. Yes, that's sir. what's most important. Like you know. Well, guys, want to say thank you. Appreciate you letting me come on your show, Wade. You are the best. And until next time, as always, stay strong, faithful. Peace. I be sipping gold bar whiskey on the rocks and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy be tipping nonstop. Sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging through your speakers. Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy, the phone I preacher. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.